Hello, and welcome to Native Awakenings. Here at Native Awakenings, we have a wonderful treat in store. We have Cheyenne. She came back on the podcast. After our last episode, even more questions arose within me. And who better to have on to answer those questions than the inspiration for their arising themselves? Cheyenne. Cheyenne is a wonderful artist, a freestyler, a photographer, creatrix, multi-dimensional, multi-faceted marvel of wonder, Cheyenne. I consider her soul family for the lessons that she's taught me through our shared lineage, through our talks, through our experiences, has really helped encourage me to open to the embodiment of love in a more full and ferocious way than I thought possible. I have so much gratitude in my heart for Cheyenne. Thank you all so much for tuning in, for listening. Thank you, Cheyenne, for sharing your heart, your soul with us all. This is Cheyenne. Do you have to love your enemies? If you want to support the podcast, there's a really easy way to do it. Please do one kind act. That's it. One kind act. Thank you. I prioritize others' needs because giving love is my natural essence. Giving love is also receiving, though. Others feel the same as you and want to give and love you, too. That manifests differently in each moment, flowing like waves at the beach, each motion and sound unique. If a wave hits a wall, it breaks out into more vibrations, shape-shifting to fill the container as it's meant. This is living. Abundance doesn't always come from work, and work can be for joy and not money or abundance. Enjoying work is not lame. It is the way. I feel it in my Capricorn ways, coming from structures that feel like chains. I gotta create my own to really get my way. It's my birthright to dive in and play. As a being that's well-versed in love, I'd love to ask you, <laughs> how do you love your enemies? Because I have people that it's not as easy for me to just extend my open heart and be vulnerable with them in a way that shows love. So how do you love your enemies? So I feel like I answer a lot of questions this way, but that's something that's always changing, you know, a little bit for me because like, you know, with every individual, I feel like it's something like different because like for somebody to be your enemy, that means they entered your life at a point of neutrality at some point. I would think people aren't just like show up as like the devil necessarily like like, yeah not saying that's real or like you know just like that energy you know like that negative enemy aspect you know like coming into your life with hey i'm going to cause you harm yeah yeah and i feel like i just i try to come back to that like realization and like i don't know hurt people hurt people and that's like my favorite thing because like there's there's never been a time in my life where I've wanted to hurt anybody. And, like, part of the mar- martyr complex is I'm like, why do I think that I'm any different than other people? Like, maybe that's everybody, you know? Mm-hmm. But we all have different wounds. So it's like we show up in spaces differently where we express differently. We love differently. You know, we talked about that. And it's like we also, like, fall differently. We yeah. hate differently. We hurt p- differently. And, like, you know, when I get hurt by somebody... It's a really hard, it's taken me a long time to speak up and like stand up for myself and be like, hey, this is wrong. So it's like, it's interesting that you asked me that question because like recently there's like been a few different things that I've stand up for myself and it, it doesn't feel good, you know, yeah. it really doesn't. But it's like, neither does like, you know, being shrunken down and like, you know, having somebody make you like not able to go into spaces or like, wow. you know, not feel comfortable around them or like, you know, just like not feeling uns- like safe in the world and like questioning all your other relationships and like experiencing something you don't want to experience you know like yeah. all those things when those come up it's like how do you hold a boundary but then also like not like destroy another human you know not saying you know not saying i have the power to do that or not but it's like that's something i've been playing with because it's like you know when somebody is an enemy you know yeah. and they've done something really blatantly wrong and they don't seem to have remorse like 
that's yeah. a, that's a battle for me because it's like you know i think accountability like making somebody accountable for the actions is love too Ah. And it's not gonna look like, I th- and that's why I think love is such a like it's in everything, and like it's also in the like negative things that happen, you know. Yeah. But like we we have to be able to unpack that, and that's even more ugly than the initial thing. You know what I mean? Because like that's not. There's just so many so many things. <clears throat> I like what you said about making someone accountable as a way that you can show an enemy that you love them. Because a lot of times for me, I'll just completely cut someone out of my life i just really ghost yeah yeah maybe i don't seem like that but no you don't at all really? it's so shocking to hear yeah but i i avoid conflict uh mm. like the play so when i experience conflict and like someone overstepping a boundary or yeah. something like that i tend to normally just disappear into myself and not confront it at all can I ask you questions? Yeah. Do you think you're more afraid of, like, I don't know, like, telling them they did something wrong? Mm-hmm. Or are you, like, more afraid of, like, facing yourself in that situation? You know what I mean? Like, what are you running from? What I'm afraid of is telling that person that they're wrong because I don't mm-hmm. want them to feel judged or hated. I still want them to feel loved, uh-huh. which is my issue with loving my enemies. But I'm afraid of how they will still feel loved if I um, name what they did. Exactly, no. Yeah. And I feel exactly that. And I, but I feel like that's... I feel like everyone... Like, I don't know. I feel like everyone maybe feels that. Yeah. So it's like, how do we make that... Like, that's something that I'm playing with, too. And I, like, love that. I feel like you're... That's why I'm glad that I got the opportunity to ask you that question. Yeah! Because it's like... You caught me off guard. You, <laughs> you say things so eloquently. And, oh, like, I just you. feel like sometimes, like, I'll be thinking of something and, like, you'll just, like, say it and, like... No, I feel like I looked exactly my problem there, too. It's like, I'm not trying to say that, like, just because this is wrong that you're doing, you're a wrong person. Like, yeah. I don't, nobody is. And, like, you know, and I don't think that's, like, you know, too cheesy to say either. That's, like, what we're all trying to go for. We all want to be, like, you know, happy and, like, able to express. But it's, like, some people just don't know how that they, like, show up in spaces. And that's, like, the truth. They don't know that they show up in a space that's, like, in, in, the, in spaces where they're taking over it and stuff like that. And it's, yeah. like... You know, and I feel like that's, like, reminders that we need to... We, we need to remember that it's, like, beautiful to call people out, you know? And it's, like... I feel like that's come up in a lot of conversations lately for me where it's, like... it's mm-hmm. to, like to, It really is, like, loving to call somebody out, even if you don't want them in your life ever again. Because it's, like, maybe that's why you're supposed to show up in their experience, you know? And, like... Yeah. So that is the love. And it's, like, maybe I'm blocking that person's karma by sitting here with, like... You know, I'm seeing... You know, it's, like, see something, say something, like... Yeah. You, like... One of my good friends, when I was asking her about the situation that I was in, I was like, do I say something about this or not? And she was like, you have more information and knowledge on this than any other people. And, like, I had to make a call out, and I was like, I felt terrible, but it was, like, more for the love of, like, all the other people than that person uh. even. You know what I mean? Because it's, like, in that situation in particular, it's, like, you know, community. But it's, like, when isn't it, you know? So it's, like, I don't know. It's hard. Because it's, like, sometimes when you're not, when you're too loving with a call out, too, though, like, people, like see that and they'll lean into your sweetness and like being us rated people I can understand why you wouldn't want to call yeah. someone out because it's like they could pretend like they hear that and see that and like that's where like you know a lot of things come up with manipulation and yeah. narcissism and like I don't know like I feel like that also could be a silencer sometimes too like mm-hmm. you know oh I hear you but that's you you know exactly so like I, I can understand like that's why I was so afraid to speak up and that's why like I had to do a call out that was like community based and collective sometimes wow. because it's like I couldn't reach that person. It's like, I know that's going to look so spiteful and hateful, but it's actually out of pure love, out of, like, for myself even, because it's like, I'm hurt and alone in this, and, like, it's. Yeah. I feel like in those situations, like, I don't know, maybe I'm thinking of more personal situation right now, you know, with the whole enemy question, but, like... Yeah, well, it's a personal you know? question. It's supposed to... Yeah, so, like, I don't know, it's like... I feel like the only people that are ever enemies to me are people who have, like, abused me, you know, in some way. Uh. So, like... That's the only way that I've ever named somebody an enemy. I don't see anyone else as an enemy, except for the people who actually hurt me. Yeah. You know? So, if, like, I feel like if I'm ever doing a call-out, it's like, yo, I'm hurt, you know? Yeah. I need to stop the hurt happening, and, like, I'm sorry if that's going to hurt you, but, like, I'm in my own experience, like... Yeah. You know? <laughs> wow. I love your answer there. Really? It's given, yeah, I do. It's given me something to think on giving uh loving someone in that way because i always do want to express love i always do want whatever expression come out of me to be in love but Mm -hmm. 
when it comes to conflict or straight out wrongdoing, it's difficult for me to find a way to convey that. But now mm-hmm. saying like, hey, maybe speak on it, maybe talk about it, maybe let them know. And that is a way to love them because I love knowing when I'm wrong. Like exactly, if I'm behaving the wrong way, it would mean the world to me. If my friends, if my loved ones were to tell me, "Hey, like I'm not sure if you see how your actions are, but they're mm-hmm. coming from this place." So, being that open to with my quote unquote enemy would be helpful. Exactly, and I also think that like you know taking any hierarchy out of any discussion or quote-unquote call out i really want to figure out a different way to like uh, you know like yeah name that but like because like there's other call outs of like accountability that you can be taking with friends even yeah. little things and like i mean there's so many topics within that and it's like i feel like there's moments in really in any relationship where like you don't want to show up in spaces with certain humans because like mm-hmm. i don't know there's something that you would like to say to them but you feel like <laughs> honestly like it's a judgment or like you just feel weird about it or like whatever it is but it's like we're here to be mirrors and like for growth and I actually as Cheyenne like like I want the criticism because especially if it's out of love because I feel like it almost always is because it's like I'm never trying to like be a certain way like we always have more to learn you know so it's like I try to like hope that people will see that perspective that I also am trying to see and it's like you know if I'm calling in like that I want more criticism. There's probably other people who want that, but like in a healthy way, like we're here to like grow together and not stay in this stagnation. And like, yeah, love your friends. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Speak to them as well. Let Mm -hmm. them know. Yeah. But then also like, like that in taking the hierarchy out of that too, it's like when you call somebody out, you you never know if that's just a projection too. And that might be where the real like learning is. And like, I love that. And like, and I feel like that's what we're kind of afraid for, too, a little bit. It's like, yeah. you know, I'm going to call you out. What are they going to bring up, you know, to you? But it's like, no, I want that. But it's like, I also don't want people to see hate or judgment. Because it's actually not judgment. It's more like just seeing. When you truly see somebody, you're going to see things. And it's like, you can't fully see yourself. I really believe that, you know? Yeah. Have you ever meditated on, like, trying to see yourself? I have done like a your lot own of, face. like, <laughs> yeah, a lot of mirror meditations, lots of eye gazing, mm-hmm. lots of black mirror meditations as well. Yeah. To really look to see what is behind this, like, earth suit that I am that I love to be in. Yeah. And also, you said something good. I'm going to try to remember. You say it always. You say a lot of good things. <laughs> but Thank you. Yeah. You mentioned seeing the judgment um and how it affects you personally like seeing Mm -hmm. almost maybe what in the enemy triggers me in this way that i haven't dealt with myself like have you looked and then you mentioned also looking at yourself physically in the mirror and look doing that sort of a Mm -hmm. meditation but i really do resonate with that and i've heard that as well in other arenas of those things that really trigger us about our enemies Mm -hmm. are often wounds within us as well that we do project onto them but I think I also like the distinction you made about, hey, then you have to speak on it. You have to talk on mm-hmm. it, um, maybe even call it out to give word to it. And if that word hopefully affects the quote unquote enemy in a possibly, that's great. And if not, mm-hmm. then you also were able to look into yourself to see how am I perpetuating these behaviors onto myself? How am I doing this to myself in my own life? Exactly. And I feel like that's my big thing right now is like, you know, just, like, thinking about things in, like, I don't know, more of a multidimensional way or, like, yeah. you know, just, like, less conditioned ways, like, especially when I, when I like, can bring into metaphor of, like, two people, like, mm-hmm. it's, there's so many times where I'm, like, oh, it's their fault or, or it's my fault, but it's, like, never either. It's, like, in the middle. It's, like, 50-50 and, like, oh. so, like, I feel like I always try to come at that angle. It's, like, especially with an enemy, it's, like, how am I perpetuating this victim's mentality? Yeah. Because when it really comes down to it, it's, like, more important about what I'm experiencing versus, like, what they're doing to me, right? Uh, so it's, like, how did I let that happen? There's also, like, I feel like it gets tricky there because I would yeah. never victim blame. And that is something that I've le- leaned into a little bit too heavy is, like, mm-hmm. you know. But it's, like, I also think that it's the thing missing from certain conversations, you know, like, the openness to feel, like, that reflection because, like, maybe there could be true growth and, like, maybe people don't feel like they're exiled just because they're called out about something. Because it's just, it also gets sticky, I feel like, for me lately as I, like, you know, there are people out there who, like, continually, you know, do bad things. So it's, like, for me, the love and the enemies gets weird for that, you know? Yeah. 
where's the accountability f- to see like how the true healing and fixing of a situation is if i'm taking accountability in like my perpetuation of like the victim mentality in the situation where's yeah. your accountability that you know like the perpetuator of it yeah like yeah. of your perpetuation because i'm here it's not like it's so like yeah not a fun thing to say like oh i had a victim mentality in the situation mm-hmm. like it's still does i'm not saying that like it's my fault that it happened yeah but like you know i like that that distinction was yeah because i am upon the same belief of i don't want to ever victim blame sometimes when we think that okay we have things in our control we think that we have everything within our control but we don't sadly mm-hmm. we wish we could but we don't so also just letting myself know my inner child know whoever is listening know that mm-hmm. it is not all your fault it's not any of it's not your fault really but there are things that are within our power that we can do to heal and repair and also take responsibility for the areas in which we consciously know our conscious perpetuation of knowing okay maybe i shouldn't do this thing but doing it anyways to Mm -hmm. put ourselves in challenging that's what i'm talking about with as far as responsibility goes also yeah i agree like to add to that too like i feel like it says like you know to any human listening even even to myself i feel like i'm speaking to myself because i know i'm gonna Mm -hmm. you know play this back at some point it's like it it says a lot about a person when they're willing to accept that they messed up about or like hurt someone and they're willing to like take accountability and then also ask what can I do in this situation to like take care of it, to amend it? Yeah. And it's like, you know, why aren't we asking those questions more, you know, mm. instead of pointing fingers? I don't know. Like you also have to have people fully there and like addressing the situation to get to that point. But it's like, we are trying, like there are people out here trying to get to that point. It's like, we're not just trying to be like, Oh, you were wrong. It's like, yeah. no, like there's there, these conversations don't have to end there. They can like, actually be beautiful things. And like, I just like really hope that any p- people hearing this, like, yeah. will just like, I don't take accountability where you hurt people, you know? And it doesn't mean, like, you have to go reach out and, like, re-trigger people. Yeah. It just means, like, be transparent and, like, you know, like, it's not weird or cheesy to, like, be authentic about where you fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So hopefully my language doesn't bother anybody, yeah. but it's, like, it's, like, the truth. And, like, I feel like that's why, like, I'm trying to air out more of my stuff because I am, like, I am a really beautiful person. I, like, love myself yeah. and, like, I... Moved into my van just so I could hang out with me. <laughs> and, like, I want to bring more people into that experience. And there's, like, even the people who have, like, hurt me. Like, I would rather actually have a conversation. It actually continually hurts me that mm. people just don't even want to see the fact that they hurt other people. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And, like, I don't I don't think there's one person in my life who I am not willing to have that conversation with and to, like, amend it. But it's, like, you have to actually address that a situation happened and, and not just blame it on another person or, or whatever is happening, you know? Yeah. And, like... If, like, I don't know. I just feel like I show up in spaces, like, blaming myself and, like, waiting for the other person to also do that in, like, a yeah. beautiful way. And I don't mean that in, like, a sad way. I mean that in a, like, yeah. hey, we're all humans and shit gets messy, like, all the time. Can we actually have conversations and move past these things? Like, I think we can, but, it, like, yeah. wow. we gotta break the ice on those, on that. I don't know. <laughs> I love the whole cycle of what you're saying. We began with how do you love your enemy and then you all beautifully laid out a way to not only love your enemy by speaking to them first Mm -hmm. and letting them know what they've done but also when they hear it they can then take accountability both sides can Mm -hmm. and then we can move past it which is beautiful and new for my understanding because like I said Norman it's you're wrong I'm right you must acknowledge that you're wrong and then it kind of ends there but the way that you're speaking of loving your enemies is let them know, take accountability, grow from it, and then let's move to a different mm-hmm. understanding of like how to move forward. Like true forgiveness, and I think forgiveness um, and unconditional love are huge values to me. And it's so funny because in our mm-hmm. first interview, it was all about love, and exactly. now you're showing it in a difficult way. This the thing, yeah. the topics that you're speaking about aren't easy. So, no, it's definitely not easy too, because yeah. like I don't know, boundaries and like self care are so important. As we all know, they're just themes in the world, as they should be always. I don't know. As these as these things come up, it's like how do I take care of myself and others? You know, always. Yeah. And I feel like that's always like something we should be thinking about. It makes it so hard to have these like feelings and discussions. You know, because yeah. it's like I have a situation right now where like I'm making a call out and like this mm-hmm. is still not being addressed by that person. Uh-huh. Like, and it's like I really wanted to get to that place, but it's like <laughs> ha- like. 
I'm angry because like and, and rightfully so because it's just not being held to be there and it's like yeah. by me even naming said thing it's like and I'm naming I feel like I'm naming it in a way I hope I'm like just doing my best and like I've, yeah. I've asked for help and like I don't know maybe I'm just not around you know the souls of that yeah. education and that's totally fine but like you know I'm just doing the best that I can as a human but I feel like I show up in these spaces and I'm like hey like nudge you did this yeah you know, hey nudge you did this yeah hey nudge it's like months and months are passing uh-huh. and i'm hearing that the situation's outside of me and there's other people experiencing this and it's like then it's that that's where my anger came yeah. from and, and like founded that to be really interesting alone because it's like why couldn't i just be angry for myself like yeah i run from anger a lot and i'm like wait no like it's actually like anger can be beautiful because it can lead to love usually mm-hmm. and me sadness and anger is like a lack of like something beautiful happening and it's like a block Uh, right like yeah through counseling i've learned that like anger can be beautiful and like to feel that you're supposed to you know just because it's a bad thing doesn't mean you like you shouldn't feel it you know anger can be beautiful so when you think of anger how's a beautiful way or just even a natural way that you found within your own experience Mm. that you can express anger in a healthy way through talking i guess i would say like really you know, like, it depends on the space I'm in, and I think it takes a lot of self, like, integration and working through mm-hmm. things, but, like... When you say voicing anger, mm. are you yelling? Is that what you mean by Oh, no, I'm, like, so no. much... Like, I feel like it takes a lot for me to yell. Really? Okay. I don't know, like, I feel like it is good to yell, though, like... <laughs> I hope my mom never listens to this podcast, but, like, <laughs> I don't think she will, but, like, I grew up with a lot of yelling around, so, like, I really just, like personally don't I have no problem people knowing that too but like yeah. I <clears throat> yeah I I grew up with a lot of yelling and like a lot of like I would say like outburst expressions of anger mm-hmm. so like I don't know I feel like when it's like when anger is like trickled out and like you're letting it happen as it goes like I'm uh-huh. upset by this little thing it's like it doesn't it isn't an outburst so like I, I work really hard because I was raised around like humans that didn't have the tools on how to hold heavy emotions but being big feelers you know Uh, and so I've worked really hard having those experiences myself I've worked really hard to like lessen that you know because it's like it is so easy to be reactive when you feel things intensely but it's also really beautiful and like such a lovely life to feel things intensely and I, I feel like we're so conditioned to like not deal with our emotions because we haven't as humans figured out fully how to deal with them yet and so yeah. i think we're so scared in society to like fully feel the full spectrum of emotions and i think that that's why like there's so many things that happen in society that are really scary mm-hmm. it's because we're seeing like really extreme things that normally wouldn't happen because you know a part of our evolution and like you know getting more quote-unquote smart if we really believe that this this way of living mm-hmm. is smart or not yeah but like i just feel like it's been like Part of that has been getting away from our primal primal senses, which is, like, mm. being in our body and feeling our emotions. And, like, those... Yeah. As much as we like to intellectualize our emotions, I think... I don't know. Maybe they've always been there. And, like, we just haven't, like... Mm. Ca- maybe we haven't caught up to, like, these complex, intense, empathetic feelings that are growing as well with, like, our other knowledge, you know? Yeah. And we're, like, not there yet. And, you know, we're not there yet. So, like, yeah. like there's this thing that we need to, like, put on the table. Like, I feel like in humanity, it's like, are we all feeling the spectrum of emotions? Are we all able to hold that? And it's like, do we know that we're, like, repressing things? So, like, we're being, like, overreactive, you know, uh-huh. actually? Because it's so, like, primal, actually. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I've been, like, really playing with that idea in that realm. Because, like, I don't know if that's right or not. And I'm sure there's, like, tons I of books. Like there's probably two books about this, you know? <laughs> yeah. I'm sure I'm not, like, coming on to a new idea whatsoever. But, like, I've been really thinking more about that, you know? I feel like what's right is going to be what's right for you. you exactly. And yeah. from just hearing you speak, if how you deal with expressing anger is um, letting it express through you in these moments that come up rather than bottling it all up and having an outburst based. I grew up in that background as well. Mm. Um, I, that's why I play music actually is because the music that I play is really semblance of my childhood. I would play music to tune out yelling. I really Mm. abhor yelling. I don't like it, which I don't abhor any listeners that yell, but I am an incredibly sensitive individual. And if someone Me too. yells at me... <laughs> I want to cry. <laughs> even if it's like a good... Yeah, I'm not good yeah. at that. I don't know. There's yeah. even times at work where like I feel like I can hold steady. Like I totally cry. Like if, so- <laughs> if someone's upset at me, I'm like... Oh. <laughs> yeah. So yelling is such a... Inner, especially as an energy healer, such an energetic 
overwhelm for me personally. If some people like yelling and punching pillows, I think that's beautiful and continue yeah. doing that. But for me personally, um, yelling, whew, I, I... It's actually it, hard for me to yell. Yeah. Like, I th actually think I should, like, go somewhere and yell. <laughs> yeah. You know? Like, it's yeah. like... Yeah, I don't like that, like... Mm -hmm. And that's why... Oh, that's, I feel like it's also... That's why it's hard to, like, have call-outs, too. Like, it's, like, the same sort of energy to me as, like, yelling. But you still have to express it, like... I don't know. That's why, like, it's funny that we're talking about... How we don't like yelling, but like maybe we both need to go yell, you know. Maybe I. So like, do. there's nothing wrong with yelling. It's just like, you know, maybe that's our our repression mm -hmm. or whatever, you yeah. know. And it's like, but like, the like, where's that healthy balance? How do you find it? Like, yeah, with the feeling of the spectrum, and that's where I'm. That's the realm I'm trying to play in, and like mm -hmm. anyone else who wants to play in that realm, like I'm like, please, <laughs> you know, because like I don't want to like be afraid of being angry or like talking to my friends about being sad, but I'm also like never too overwhelmed by that. I feel like yeah. I feel like I'm pretty good at being like. This too shall pass. Something that I've felt and seen from you is that you are really positive. I love that we're speaking on loving your enemies and um, how to express anger. But I get an over, not an overwhelming, a welcomed positive vibration from you. And a lot of people ask me, oh, how, how are you so positive? And I never know how to answer that mm -hmm. question. It seems kind of natural to me. But I was wondering for you, um, how do you remain so positive? And two-part question, have you always been this way? Has it just... Well, I choose to be happy. Oh. You know? I feel like that's what... It's not always... Like, I always kind of say, like, some days it's easier to lean, in that, and lean into that than other days. But it's like... Yeah. I feel like there's been so many moments in my life where I'm like, I could be sad or I could, like, just choose to be happy about it. But it's like, only after I let myself fully feel... Mm. you know play into yeah. whatever's coming up a little bit you can't just be like sadness comes up i'm gonna be happy no like, that doesn't work you know yeah. that's just like bypassing the whole emotion but like i'll let myself cry really really good and like mm. listen to a sad song like really delve into the emotion write a sad poem and then i'll be like all right like look at that tree you know like yeah. this moment is so beautiful like i have an orange you know like so it's a choice for you it's a conscious thing that you're doing and it doesn't sound like it's a forcing, it's more of a recognition. You allow yourself to feel the sadness, the anger, whatever comes through. You write that poem. And then after that, it sounds like you make a conscious choice. It's not just an unconscious way how you are. You choose to be. Exactly. Wow. Well, and I also think it's super important when doing that. Like, I do that by myself most of the time. But I'm like, I'm really hoping to like be able to do that with people because I feel like I did. And I, well, and I have spent the time to like ground myself like I know that I can like cry and feel like really existential by mm. myself you know but it's also like kind of beautiful like the moments where I've shared that with like friends and just other yeah. humans and like not not saying like we just like sat and cried and we're sad but it's just yeah. like wow you feel that too like mm. I don't know like it kind of like is like a good a beautiful it like turns into something beautiful and like that can be transmutation you know talking yeah. about certain things but like I feel like it's important to have the discernment to know when to bring those things in because some people see things as weight and they see other things not as weight, you know? Yeah. And, like, same for me. Like, some topics are weight for me and some mm -hmm. aren't. And some days, some things are weight for me and some aren't. So it's, like, yeah. you know, having the awareness of when to bring that. But, like, I've been calling in more humans who are, like, open and wanting, like, more and more, like, spectrum of, like, feeling in their life. Wow. I love that it's a choice that's encouraging because <laughs> it is for me as well it's uh well I wake up in the morning and I often speak to my mother and she always asks how my day oh my day. gosh that's so yeah. beautiful I love yeah. that so much I was almost insecure about saying that for a second I was like why am I even insecure but yeah I almost why would you there. ever be <laughs> yeah. I like wish my mom would do that with me like uh, you know but I think she's just like not there yet <laughs> uh, she will get there yeah you know and I always tell her it's a beautiful day. It's before I know it's going to be a beautiful day, but I'm awake, you know? And it is a choice of how will I see today's beautiful if we speak on it before mm. we see it. It often tends to manifest it in my experience, so. I truly believe in, like, speaking things into existence. Yeah. Something I'm really working on right now in this mm. season of my life is, like, being really intentional with my words. Yeah. You know? Speaking of words, I have a word association. Yes. You. Yeah. I love these. Yeah. They're so good. I've never had anyone. I've never like. I love this. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. It's just such a like, 
Like, I just have to, like, give you, like, a moment. Like, it's just such a cool way to get someone to, like, you know, I don't know, open up and, like, think differently, too, you know? Yeah. And be, like, fully, like, kind of thrown out of the box. Uh, I see words as symbols, and even though we might say one word, someone has so many different symbols of what that word means, so it helps me get to know you better by being like, what are your symbols that create this word? Well, and, like, I feel yeah. like we are all here to expand each other's realities of what uh, it is, you know? Yeah. I feel like that's why we're, like, doing this podcast is, like, we just, like, mm-hmm. you know, I want my reality to always be expanding, and I want to, like, always help other people's reality expand, and, like, yeah. when I say that, I, like... I mean that, like, I think we can all do anything. Yeah. And, like, we're all expanders to each other to, like, reinforce the idea that you can do anything you dream of. And that's true. And that's... Yeah. That's, that's true. Like, I'm not... Yeah, you know, I'm speaking that into existence. That is true. Yeah. Like, we can all do whatever you dream of. And, like, what you dream of is probably what you're supposed to be doing. Exactly. Follow your dreams. Follow yeah. your dreams. You're doing it. Yeah. Like, you're you're free. I want to get to this word association. Yeah, sorry. Sorry. Your life <laughs> is a living example of it. No, but, like, that's what... Uh, you yeah. give the freedom for that to exist. Yeah. Yeah. The first one is obstacle. <sighs> obstacle. What do you think I of feel like it? just stagnancy. Oh. You know? An obstacle is something mm. that creates stagnancy for me. Wow. I think that's... I would just say... Stagnancy, like just stop. When I think of obstacle, I just think of like roadblock, like ah. Yeah. You know. And then I guess the clearing of that obstacle would be flow. Mm, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like chi, I think of chi. Uh, you know, like when you get acupuncture, and then like you can just mm-hmm. feel like I don't know, like all your nadis and like everything flowing, and I'm like, yeah. oh, like that's what was wrong, you know? Yeah. I'm like that's what I think of when I'm like thinking of an obstacle. Like, how do I feel that in my body? Yeah. You know? I love your perception on these things. Because <laughs> when I think of obstacle, I think of, like, a mountain or a boulder. Oh, interesting. Yeah, or some huge... Well, I mean, that's stagnancy, though. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not, but, like, that's, like, a thing that create would create stagnancy, like, if you yeah. were on a path. Exactly. hmm Oh, I love that. I have another one for you. Courage. Ooh, courage. Yeah. That's a good one. Sorry. <laughs> uh, courage. Okay. I feel like courage to me would be like being comfortable with being uncomfortable. At least for me, because like that could show up in so many different ways. You know what I mean? Like having the courage to like go talk to somebody that you think is like really cool or really attractive. Like that's like the courage to be uncomfortable. Like you're just being like cool. Like you're okay with being uncomfortable for a minute, you know? Or like, or calling somebody out, you know? It's like the same energy or like doing something new. It's like, it's all those things around comfort. Yeah. So I feel like courage would be like comfort with the uncomfort or the unknown too. I like that a lot. Courage of the unknown. Courage mm. of the uncomfort. Or comfort in the void. Comfort in the void. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. I think of courage as almost vanquishing something or almost a drive. But that's why I love okay. speaking with you because then you have these symbols that I didn't think of before. <laughs> Well, because yeah. I feel like some of the most courageous people that I know are, like, some of the most, like, light beings. And mm-hmm. I don't mean, like, that and, like, the, like, I mean, it also is connected to the spiritual thing. But, like, yeah. I mean, like, their presence just feel, like, very, like, calm and light. And, wow. like, do you know what I mean? Like, there's some people who just feel heavy to be around. Like, not in, like, a negative way. Just, like, just, just a lot, you know? Yeah. Like, and, like, so I feel like some of the most courageous people I know are, like, the people who, like, hold on to this kindness and, like, uh. and good and truth no matter yeah. what that looks like, because it always looks different. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's a role that when it's taken, people don't respect it. They see it as, like, weak. Whoa. But I see it as, like, the most courageous and, like, my favorite people have that. All the people that I hold the closest hold that. And I'm sorry if mm-hmm. any of my people feel like <laughs> I just lifted a veil on them. But, like, they're all the most tender, like, beautiful, like, are of service in almost every mm-hmm. moment. And I feel like I can say that confidently and i'm also speaking that into consistence because we're all healing yeah transparently and currently yeah. w- along that like we don't i feel like none of us like hold that and like that's what i, I just like fall in love with my friends all the time because i'm uh-huh. like don't you know that you're beautiful though but I'm, like <laughs> but i'm also like i love them because like they don't hold it like that like we're all like no but we have all these things you know yeah so yeah yeah i love that quality because it for me, it sounds like something that I can grow in my life. Like mm-hmm. when I think of courage, I think of, oh, you fought, you know, battles with darkness and you've done, <laughs> you like, you've had to really 
face and grit down, but when you speak of courage as a lightness, I've never heard it described mm-hmm. in that way of of ser- ser- of service. You know, that mm-hmm. does take a vulnerability, that takes um, strength in yourself to present your gifts if you're yeah. doing so in that way of serving others so to soften and like shape shift for someone else's needs yeah while also like staying in your form yeah Mm -hmm. that sounds so beautiful yeah those are my people description of courage Mm -hmm. wow yeah well i feel like that that like shows up in you like Uh uh, you're a human that i hold very like close to my heart so it's like you know i'm I'm glad that i could like show that lens not like Uh my idea of courage is necessarily right but it's just like what i see and feel yeah, you know, I I I feel that I yeah. love that. <laughs> wow, I have uh some fun ones. I want you to finish this sentence. So instead of mm. the first thing that comes to okay, your mind, okay. I want you to finish a sentence or a statement or a thought. Respect is everything. Really? Mm. You think it it's it's all encompassing? It's no. Everything. When I say respect is everything, like if like baseline, oh. like between humans. Respect is everything. Uh, like, I feel like you can't even have love if you don't respect somebody. You could love someone, but if you don't respect them, like, I feel like that's just, like, caring for them. Because mm. if you respect someone, you're going to ask them how they want to be loved. Does that... Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I always question myself. I'm like, that's how I feel about it, but, like... Yeah. Yeah. I like that a lot. The difference of care and love. Yeah. You know, you care with someone the way you know how, you know, kind of the way that you're taught. Mm-hmm. You love someone asking by communicating and learning them yeah and like and that that baseline starts from respect because you respect them enough to ask them yeah exactly honestly there's like this thing that pops up a lot when like in movies or like songs about love and it's like just like being able to like know what someone else wants you know yeah and i feel like there that does happen and that, that does exist in a relationship but like to get to that like there is like all this beautiful vulnerability and authenticity and communication and like yeah asking and telling yeah you know what i mean and like receiving that and like that that's like the beautiful part of it i feel like you know i don't know and like that that can come up in every relationship you know Mm -hmm. it will it's like how can i how can i be the best homie to you right now yeah you know like ultimate respect Mm-hmm. Wow, thank you for that. I am yes. keeping that locked in my mind. Yeah. Wow. wow. Oh, I like that. <laughs> I love your definitions. Yes. <laughs> we have another one. You ready? Okay, okay, this is good. Okay, ready. Yeah. Uh, trust is. Love. Trust is love. Because, like, kind of interchangeable, right? Really? Right? Because if you say I love you, aren't you saying I trust you? If I was going to sit longer with the trust is, like, I don't know what else I would say. That's a really hard one. Yeah. I wish I had, like, a couple of days to think about it. <laughs> trust is revolutionary. How do you view as trust as starting a revolution, starting a new birth of something? That's what I think of when I think of revolution. Mm. Because I feel like that's, like, faith and, like, the unfolding, too. Like, mm. from chaos from comes clarity type idea. Yeah. You know? So yeah. it's, like, I don't know, trust is faith, you know? Obviously, same thing. So it's, like, mm-hmm. trust is kind of source, too. Yeah. I don't know, your level of trust in, like, the moment, I feel like, could, in my eyes, be also, like, a reflection of your trust and your connection to source. Uh. Maybe. Yeah. In my experience, like, I feel like the more connected I feel to source, and that's just, like, source energy, like, yeah. I feel like that's just, like, the energy that we, like, anything that is in this reality has, you yeah. know, that would be my breakdown of, you know, yeah. source to me, but, like, I feel like anything with that, like, um, like, if you just trust, like, whatever's happening is supposed to, you know. You're also in the love of everything that's happening now, you know? Exactly, yeah. yeah, and, like, I feel like when you trust that, that is when you experience real love, you know? Wow. And so, like, trust is love because, like, when you trust every moment, everything, mm-hmm. you can, you, like, love everything, even the bad and good, you know? Yeah. So, like, I feel like that does actually make sense, like, the trust is love. And, like, and both of those ideas is revolution. In my idea, you know, because, like, if we just trust that, like, love exists in all spaces and, like, we mm-hmm. go through all these hard things that it's going to, like, transcend and, like, boop. I feel like that's where that came from. There's, like, all that stuff's in the world right now. 
I like that a lot. Trust is love. Yeah, they mo- they both make space for each other. You know, they go hand in hand because like. Yeah, I like it. I love it. <laughs> I trust it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that actually kind of works. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's good. I am whole when I blank. Sink. Sing? Yeah. Really? That's like, oof, I think that's so vulnerable for me to share, actually. Oh. Yeah, like, I don't, I was just talking about this earlier today, actually, with somebody, Uh like, almost, like, every single day, like, I feel like the, you know, things in my body throughout the day, and it's like, sometimes it won't be days until I realize it, but it's like, not until I, like, sink, until I, like, feel that move out sometimes. Really? Yeah, and, like, I don't know, I have, like, a lot of blocks surrounding that. I feel like a huge part of my journey is, like, Figuring out how to, like, mm-hmm. not be blocked in that. I think you're embodying that. You're using your throat chakra, Vishuddha. Mm-hmm. You're um, speaking <sighs> on love in different ways of calling people out. Of also, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Of also using your voice in a melodic or harmonic way as well. Like singing. I think yeah. that's... You're saying, oh, I've got a block in this way. But the practices that you're right? doing recently show that you're really using that exactly. that area <laughs> even doing this podcast it was actually like really healing just to hear my like own voice i'm like i don't know i feel like a lot of people will tell me like how i'm coming off and stuff and like mm-hmm. i don't know like i really do feel like i'm an embodiment of love and like i really yeah. work on like trying to give even my enemies like you know even like too much love kind of i feel like honestly like to the point where i'm like god damn it like i perpetuated this situation like because of like of course like you only got love back from me so you probably you know like yeah i get to that level but like i don't know i feel like being on this podcast like pushed me to call that person out because i was like how can you even like see anything like disgusting or like whatever like i already know that wasn't there as sources my witness but like you know, when people come to me and they're like, Cheyenne, shh, or like, yeah. you're coming off this way, or like, oh, don't do that, like, people are going to think this, like, you know, I'm obviously going to like go in my room and be like, oh, great, like, you know, in my own space, and I'm just like, man, I'm like, I really just want everyone to love me, and I just want to, like, yeah. be able to show up and sing, and like, make everyone feel loved, and like, show yeah. my photos, and like, yeah, you know, rap, like, the fact that I can't freestyle yeah. in front of people, like, uh-huh. I don't know, that like, really hurts me that that's a block, uh-huh. because it's like, I, like, I had something really beautiful there. And yeah. I was, like, just showing my friend the other, another new friend the other day. And, like, uh-huh. it takes a lot for me to get to that point with somebody. And, like, I don't know. The way he responded was, like, just so beautiful. And he was, like, no, this, like, needs to exist in the world. Mm. You know? And I was, like, ah! Like, <laughs> it is existing. And then I heard this podcast and I like, laughed the first episode that we did. And I was, yeah. like, wow. Like, I sound so loving. I am love. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, it is coming through the way that I feel it. Like, and yeah. that reassurance really, like... I think gave me the freedom like being seen as like what I feel like I am yeah it just like really like I feel like ah, okay so I can't do all these things that I want to do because I don't like it's not gonna yeah. be taken the wrong way you know like yeah I don't know, especially because I am so interested in hip-hop and rap like I just want to honor that in the best way that I can but it's like you know and it's also like irritating to me I'm like why does that come up so much why do I resonate with that so heavily but it's like yeah I don't know I gotta like jump in and like see what it is yeah you know it's if it's the question was, like, how do you feel whole? And it, it sounds like that's an integral piece of you that mm-hmm. makes you feel whole. Like, when that part is out of alignment, there you're softer because you get I just have so many feelings, and you're so right, and this is exactly what I'm working through. Like, this is going to be, like, like I, I feel like some people might think this is silly, but, like, this is, like, yeah. the this is my whole life. Like, mm-hmm. ugh, like I'm, like, I'm, I could cry right now a little oh. bit. Like, music is, like, my whole life. Like, it's gotten me, like, when you were saying, like, with, like, the yelling and stuff, like, in your yeah. life, like, you play music, like, mm-hmm. that's been my whole life, you know, like, a little bit, yeah. and, like, I'm totally cool to cry on the podcast. Yeah, okay. It's so dope. This is totally who I am, too. Like, I do this, uh-huh. like, you know, I just feel so heavily, and I think that's so beautiful. Yeah. But, like, I also, like, you know, like, I do, like, when it does, when things do get too much, and I don't, and I don't even want to express it with another human, it's, like, I do go to music, so it's, like, I feel like that's for a reason, and, like, I don't know, like... It just always feels like there's like an itch not scratched because I haven't done that thing. And, but it also yeah. feels like this huge like realm of knowledge and like I always feel like I need a mentor or something. But it's like I feel so called to that. And it feels so silly, yeah. you know. It just feels. And but isn't is not all the important things that like feed us into waking up in the morning are like the silliest things. So it's like yeah. 
you know, I have to really remind myself that like those things are just as important as like, you know, feeding people or like healing people, you know? Yeah. It's really hard for me to take those things just as seriously, but like, mm-hmm. it feels like in my experience and source and my conversations with source, source is like, come on, yeah. <laughs> what are you going to do music? And it's just like, uh-huh. I don't know. It's like, it's, I'm, thank you for asking these questions. Cause yeah. like, I feel like that's something I really like, I'm afraid to share with people, but I want people to know like. I'm a musician, like, I'm a singer, and, like, I don't know, like, there's just blocks, and it's, like, yeah, you know, I'm so thankful for Lava, because, like, she's doing it, and, like, she's, like, dude, that used to be me, and, like, her transparency in that, and, like, I hope my transparency right now with, like, me sharing, like, I feel so dorky about wanting to be a musician, like, that just feels so, <laughs> you know what a, I mean? That's a wonderful, I, I'm so happy that you did share that, I didn't know that about you, yeah. <laughs> so, I don't think a lot of people do, Wow. My, I only think my mom knew until a couple years ago. Wow. But it's like, I've been thinking about it and having dreams about it since I was like five. So like, maybe that's not like going to be my whole life, but like clearly that's something I have to do. And like, whether that's just to like purge all the things out of me Uh or to like actually like get other people to embody and express and like spread all this love that I keep trying to do through all these other mediums too. Like maybe music's the one, you know? Well, I'm excited to hear what you do. I'm excited yeah. to hear your voice in that way. Uh, yeah. And because it's going to make, it's going to re- remind you of your wholeness. You exactly. Know? No, I'm excited to, thank you for saying that too, pushing me more. Absolutely. I need that push because I'm just sitting here like, ah! Yeah. On our next interview, you'll have your album released. and. Oh my gosh, I, I love that you spoke that. Into yeah. No, like for real. I was going to share like a poem on this, but then I was like, Ooh. I don't know. I actually couldn't find my journal when I got here. Really? And, like I like spent like a good 10 minutes looking through my van. I don't know where uh-huh. it is. And I'm like upset about it because like oh. I was like going through it with Rock because like I have a hard time sharing those things and like yeah. His reaction to my poetry and my, like, like I, I freestyled from for a little bit. Like, so freestyles oh, I wrote down. Like, they're freestyles to me in the moment, but I guess if yeah. I wrote them down, they're not. But, like, I was sharing that stuff with him, and well, I was like... freestyle means that it's a style that is uninhibited. Yeah, so, right. So, so if you do... Yeah. You just expanded my vision of that. Wow, I love that. Yay. Yeah, oh. so if mm. it... I don't think it inhibits it to write it down that honors it some of the greatest songs are born from a freestyle that has been written down. So it is mm. still freestyle if you write it down. Oh, wow. just want to yeah. give you that permission. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, that permission is so great. Yeah. 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 No. And like, Oh man, I feel like there's a, there's no better feeling like than like expressing something through art and then having it hit somebody, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like having it land, like that is better than any other feeling in the world. Wow. Like to me, yeah. I'm just chasing that all the time because it's like resonance and like it's resonance. It's like it's like visual resonance. It's like yeah. it's felt resonance. It's spoken. It's like embodied into this like thing, you know. Yeah. And like I think that's like like why art is so important. It's like you know we all have like things that are so individual, but like the resonance is the emotions, and that shows up in art. And like yeah, oh man, I'm gonna have to replace for myself too because I'm <laughs> always convincing myself that like. I shouldn't be a photographer and I should just be a healer mm-hmm. and like I shouldn't do music ever because like why would I waste my time learning how to play you know this drum here and learning how to make my voice sound the way that I like you know yeah. feel like it should as like the instrument that I feel like it is like you know like why should I do that if I could like you know go learn how to help someone you know mm-hmm. do something or like you know all yeah. those things but it's like the more that I expand my like lens on reality and I'm like oh like I have all these feelings that are, are being locked up and this is the only way it's out. Like, maybe other people feel that way too. Like, yeah, you know, and they do, obviously, because I went to music my whole life. So it's like, yeah, I don't know. And it's like, I feel like there's so many musicians out there. It's also easy for you, like anyone to like be like, oh, I shouldn't do that thing. But it's like, I don't know, my friend Colby, she's like one of the most talented, like just beings. Like, I just love the way that she exists. But like, uh-huh. she's also just like been doing music her whole life and she's a musician. Like, she's like, being a musician is like a like a spiritual like connection being a musician is a lifelong thing being a musician is like it's not just a career like for her it is a career yeah. i'm not gonna go out of as a career like uh-huh. for me it's like i i need to get it out you know what i mean but yeah. it's like just in that like her spiritual connection to thing to that thing what expanded my view i'm like why do we always have to put things in these categories to why we're doing them that's like yeah we need to like that's like a colonized thing right it's like that's like capitalism showing up it's like i have to like monetize this thing yeah or i have to have a reason to be wanting to learn how to paint or to sing you Mm -hmm. know what i mean 
Yeah. Uh, it has to have like an end result. Why can't I just be like, I have a feeling in my left arm right now that says I have to paint. <laughs> yeah. And and it's going to feel that. I'm going to feel that until I paint, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah. know. Like, we just like, I feel like we just like live in a lot of limited things. And like, I have mm-hmm. myself and I'm like trying to break that down. Because like, who knows what will come after music if that's just what's coming up for me. Mm-hmm. One of my friends, Ra, like he literally yeah. is like, you know, like, it wants to exist. That's what he always says about art, you know? Like, uh-huh. we're here to create beauty. And then, like, you just have to let the thing exist. And, like, you know, to learn those things is just, like, letting the thing that wants to exist exist, you know? Yeah. And, like, you know? That's it, yeah. you know? <laughs> it wants to exist. And you can do all those things. You can be a photographer, a healer. Mm-hmm. Your photography awesome can that. heal. Yeah. Your mm-hmm. art, your, your songs, your music can heal. So I'm also excited to be healed <laughs> by your art. As I already am, your uh-huh. photography already is... I truly really hope captures that. the soul. I, we spoke on this earlier, but I love that about your gift in your eye to mm-hmm. Thank you. showcase what is truth, what mm-hmm. is love. So yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. And like thank you for that because like I'm trying to like lean into even seeing my photography more as a gift instead of another silly thing. You know, uh, it is yeah, yeah. silly at all. And when I don't even have to monetize it for it to be something that matters, also. Mm-hmm. Because, like, honestly, like, sometimes it feels, you know, just as good. So it's like, you know. Yeah. Like, we just need to start, stop thinking about things in all these boxes, like, actually, you know, and just do all the things, mm-hmm. you know, feel all the emotions. You can do all the things. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. can do all the things and feel all the things and yeah. still be you. I have one more finish this sentence. Yeah. It is freedom is blank. Freedom is expression. What comes up for me when you ask that is, or yeah, what comes up for me when you ask that is like, there's been a few situations lately where I've asked other people if they feel comfortable or not holding boundaries with me because like, I just like want to be expressive as a human. So like, let Mm -hmm. me know like, what about me makes you uncomfortable? Like, I just want to like talk about topics and not, not always be stuck in my head about like what I'm doing as a human. Yeah. And I feel like to me, freedom is like not being in my head about like everything and just like letting things happen. Like freedom is like lack of tension or like not having tension, you know, in my body. Like when I think of freedom, I think of like, I don't know, just like being completely relaxed in my body. Uh. I don't know why, but like, you know, because when I think of a lack of freedom, I think of just like being tight and like, you know, being in a cage or like, you know, I can feel like. I feel a lack of freedom in my body, like, oftentimes, you know? Um, I feel like, especially being, like, a queer woman, you know? Yeah. I feel tense all the time, like, I can't just express, you yeah. know? Is, <clears throat> was the environment that you grew up in, like, restrictive upon that expression, or is that constriction come from your life as an adult within the... Oof, I actually think it, it doesn't come... It comes from things from my childhood, but not from the way I was raised. Like, my mom was, like... Mm-hmm almost intimidating to me in some ways because she's like so herself and like doesn't care and I used to be embarrassed of that growing Mm -hmm. up actually and like not all not fully embarrassed but like embarrassed because I knew how other people looked at that Mm -hmm. but then also like my mom's always been my hero but like me and my mom have always been like kind of the black sheep in the family like we're the ones who do things differently like I would say you know what I mean like my mom I feel like she chases happiness more than money and I that's my favorite thing about her I don't care what anyone has to think about that yeah honestly and like we've always had what I needed and there's been times where we haven't but that I don't think it was because of my mom's endeavor and choosing happiness I really don't think so and anybody who would like to make that correlation I say would be like Mm -hmm. somebody stuck in a sad reality and perspective Mm -hmm. Um, because I think that like the way that my mom goes about life is like super beautiful and like she's not perfect either but like I think that like she always was trying to tell me, like, growing up, like, you're, like, so great and so special. Like, I love you. Yeah. You're my best friend and stuff. And, like, yeah. I, my family used to judge that, like, so hard. I feel like, you know, like, you guys aren't, you know, you're not supposed to have that kind of relationship. You know what I mean? And, like, mm-hmm. I feel like my mom, you know, as, as much as she's not a perfect human and, like, you know, there are issues from, like, my, you know, the way I was raised or whatever. Yeah. I feel like the way that my family held the way that my mom, like, really just wanted to, like, create a happy, loving life. Like, yeah. you know, like that judgment was like more of an impact on me than like the lack of abundance ever was Um, because it's like, I always felt like being the like poor kid 
with like the weird pants on and mm-hmm. like doing art in the corner was wrong. That's always kind of been who I was. And it's like, mm-hmm. I don't know, like I never had a lack of things and it wasn't like I actually was the poor kid. I was actually the abundant kid. Like yeah. I had what I needed always. I always had good clothes and stuff. And like, I don't know, there were scary moments and stuff, but it's like, I feel like, I don't know, like that whole idea of like, I don't even know what I'm getting at here, but I feel like maybe you understand. You just yeah. you see where I'm going? Like, I totally it was like the judgment and like ridicule from my family is like what ma- turned me into like being inauthentic for so long because I was just like judging my mom too. Because I was like, well, there are moments when we got evicted and stuff, and like, you know, like there's so so many times where I could have the lens of my like grandma, like, oh, my mom's like not prioritizing the right things, but like. I honestly don't think that our society prioritizes the right things. And, like, there is something to say about, like, you know, hierarchy of needs and, like, you need to be safe and stuff. But it's, like, when you are in certain situations, like, you can't always be focused on your safety and your survival. That's not life. And, like, you can do your best in that realm and then move on to the next one. How can we also enjoy this moment now? How can we do as best as we can to, like, pay all the bills but also, like, eat something that's, like, good and not, like, (laughs) you know, and, like, and, like, have a... Go to a concert because, like, shit, like, the weeks that are passing to pay these bills suck. Like, Mm -hmm. but it's, like, I had a family that wanted to point the finger instead of love. And it's, like, I I don't know. I just, that tangent, I don't know where that question came from. But, like, (laughs) I just feel like that's important. (laughs) It sounds like freedom is expression to to do things to to figure out life. Yeah. And, like, to create your own structures. I feel like that's freedom. Right? Like, I feel like freedom is, like, creating your own structures to fully express yourself. Wow. Mm Mm-hmm. And that comes from me being in a family that, like, judged expression because they were just so ingrained with, like, what society thought we needed to have for this, like, American dream. Uh Uh-huh. But, like, the pursuit for that American dream forgets to, like, enjoy life on the, like, way. Wow. But the freedom is, like... Freedom is enjoying the process and, like, detaching from your expectation or your dream or your goal. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Wow. I need to sit with that one. Mm, me too. I'm, like, leaning more into, like, mm-hmm. knowing I can, like, actually, like, kind of dig out, like, the topic you're giving me. Yeah. Because I love that, like, you kind of give me a playground to, like, expand. Because I feel like I have, like this knowledge but I don't give myself that credit to have the knowledge but like when Mm. we have conversations you make me feel like I'm saying something worthwhile you always are (laughs) yeah Yeah. so thank you because like I just feel like I sit I don't know like I didn't have a good time in school I had like I could have like I had decent grades I felt like I never really like engaged because I had a lot going on and stuff and like Uh I always feel like I didn't learn and I'm not smart because I'm not book smart you know I can't like tell you the dates of stuff and like (laughs) definitions but like I don't know, I feel like I feel things really heavily and, like, mm-hmm. I pay attention and I observe a lot and I feel like you can learn from that. Yeah, I know. I know. that's the spiritual sense of wisdom, you know. Our thoughts come from things that we're trying to form structures for, form symbols for, and those thoughts come from primarily an emotion, a feeling. So the fact mm-hmm. that you're pre-thought actually does show an inherent ability to use the full ray of your senses Mm. 100% of the time. And that's a heightened intelligence because once we bring something into a thought, we've then confined it to an idea of it. But when you operate based off of a feeling and get the wisdom from an object from feeling around it rather than Mm. thinking and labeling and painting it and putting your fingerprints all over it, then that's a wonderful way to learn. Like to learn by feeling that is how you learn. No, (laughs) I love that. You just like me. When I always like that, like goes hand in hand with the new thing I've learned is like embodiment learning. And like, I feel like that's, Uh, that's how I learn. I have to embody something to feel it. To learn yeah. it and like I've always, I feel like that's why I've struggled so much in life is like I have to experience something but it's like also why I've been blessed so much in life too because I've learned through so many experiences but like I don't know it's like hard to like show that because there's no like degree or paper for that and it's like I don't really need like recognition but I also like want people to like not look at me as someone who's like uneducated you know because I didn't finish my degree mm-hmm. and I don't I really don't feel called to like yeah at the moment at least and like 
I feel like that shouldn't reflect poorly on somebody because, like, I don't know. Like, I studied multimedia, but then when I went and worked in it and, like, when I quit school and went and worked in film, I learned so much in such a short amount of time that, like, people think that I finished school all of the time. And uh-huh. it's, like, that could be a block, and I think that we could mm-hmm. even reconstruct our DAs on that. Yeah, how do mm-hmm. you feel about the film writing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because wow. feelings aren't in school, are they? No. <laughs> like, maybe that's, that's literally why I struggle with this, because I'm, like, sitting in the corner while everyone's doing math feeling. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. I don't understand multiplication, but I do understand that I'm feeling a lot right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, that's, that was me in high school, I think. I was just, like, that was I was so isolated and like that until I finally was, like, okay with the, you know, like, maybe yeah. sharing a little bit. Yeah. <clears throat> what would, um, in closing... How can you give advice around freedom or around becoming whole? Whichever mm-hmm. is the advice that's sitting on your soul to give to someone else in either of those avenues or one I didn't even mention. Take yeah. Um, I feel like there's maybe like a few little gems Ooh. or whatever, uh-huh. you know, you would like to name them or just thoughts I'd like to share with the collective. Because like, you know, different things might be for different people. I think one thing that I'd like to share and it's like, you know, just something that like I often forget and I get irritated with myself and I re-remember is just like every single like desire and dream you have is going to happen. Like you just have to like believe that like it's there for a reason. And I like really truly believe that like all those things stem from a beautiful like loving place, you know, when I'm and I'm talking about like pursuing like, you know, things that you've thought of you know or maybe you just started thinking of it and it's just like so silly you know Mm -hmm. you know then that's like in relation obviously with what I shared but it's like when I like know my friends like I know friends who want to pursue things that they think are so crazy or like identities or expressions that they think are so crazy but then I'm like yo that's like you you know and it like it wants to exist you know like it's there try to like hold space for that thing you know and Mm -hmm. like try to like not like Try to respect yourself enough to, like, go after the silly dreams, you know, wow. like, what, whether that's, like, bird watching, you know, or, mm-hmm. like, FaceTiming your friends more, or, like, learning how to sing, you know, or, yeah. like, I don't know, I really feel like if you're going some, through something hard and you feel like you want to love more, and, like, you want to respect yourself, and, like, it just comes with, like, expression and stuff, like, I feel like... To give an example of that, like, when I first moved to Philadelphia, I was, like, super, super alone, like, by choice. And then was, like, what did I do? And then I had all these feelings and no one, no one close to me, family, like, physically in the present. And then, like, through moving and talking to so many people on the phone, there was a period where, like, I talked too much. And I was, like, oh, no. And I just started painting and I would never painted before. And I shocked myself. Wow. Um, and I still have that painting. It's, wow. like on my Instagram and like mm-hmm. it's like of an eye that has like all these emotions around it and it's like I was proud of myself I'm still proud of that painting and like I feel like that's a really good example of like just go and do something new like yeah. you know like go like you know it's like really important but also like in conjunction with that go also do, do your dreams too like yeah. just like don't stop going out and doing things that are new and expressing by yourself you know you'll be surprised like what you can do Mm-hmm. You know, there's probably all kinds of art that you've never even thought of doing. And, like, I think everyone should do art, honestly. Like, that's life. Art is life, you mm-hmm. know? And, like, that can it can transmute into other parts of your life that are practical and logical. And, like, I don't know. I really want people to see that art is just as practical and logical. Nah. And that's that would be my last little thing is, like, try, no matter who you are, today, after you hear this, if you're listening to this podcast, like, see, like, not just the beauty and, like, the aesthetic of the art, but, like, what it does for you and your body and like the importance of having that experience in that, whether it's something that invokes emotion or something that you just enjoy, mm-hmm. you know, like maybe just like journal about it or like, just like play in that a little bit. Like why does our matter? Cause yeah. it does, it matters and we should all be doing it. And like, maybe there's things and knots and tension in you that like will come out through that expression. Wow. Thank you for that. Yeah. Do your art, do your life. Yeah. Have the courage, which is by your definitions of lightness. Mm-hmm. Uh, follow your dreams. Follow your dreams. Even the silly ones. Even the silly ones. Wow. Well, we will. And thank you for <laughs> your words of wisdom. Thank you for listening. 
This has been Native Awakenings with Cheyenne, a wonderful, wonderful being of love. I've learned so much from her. I really enjoyed this conversation. And of course, there will be more. <laughs> we made it. Oh, we made it. All right. The spirit um, animating my body honors, values, appreciates, respects, and unconditionally loves the spirit animating your body. Aho, matakwiasa. Namaste. I'm centered in my being, guided by open feeling, locked into Gaia, true nature always healing. I receive, I receive. Nothing to deceive. I got it from the trees. That big zen energy. Yeah, that is me. Stillness and ease. Always centered in my being. Soul essence is my meaning. Can you lean into your feelings and out back into the void of no form? Not taking on another's energy no more.